He said there are no models of stoicism. Find me one. Just one. Most people are in the process of mastering themselves, but no man is free who is not master of himself. Let's go discuss the fragments with Epictetus. Maybe you got lost somewhere, swimming too far off the beach. Hello everyone, and welcome to The Cause. My name is Rob, and today we're going to be going over the fifth book in the second volume of the Harvard Classic series, The Fragments of Epictetus. Now, I've already dove into the history and the background of Epictetus in the previous video, The Golden Sayings of Epictetus, so I'm going to steer clear of that in this video. I don't want to regurgitate everything we just said back then, but if you are interested in that, you can go check out that in the previous video. The fragments are short. It's like two pages, two or three pages, so it's pretty quick. I'm going to pick a few that kind of stuck out to me and give you kind of my experiences on them and how they relate to me, which is kind of what I think the fragments are, are for. You know, they're how they, they relate to you in life. So that being said, let's discuss the fragments with Epictetus. Fragment one, a life entangled with fortune is like a torrent. It is turbulent and muddy, hard to pass and masterful of mood, noisy and of brief continuance. The more money you have, the faster things seem to move. We mostly spend money on entertainment and to speed up things. And honestly, speeding through situations in life can be stressful. We've all heard the stories of the men on Wall Street, you know, during a crash or something, jumping from buildings. Living a life in pursuit of money will make it seem like life is just flying by. Slow down. Most of your needs are met. Live a life in pursuit of virtue over money, and it will be long and fulfilled. Personally, for me, I want to be rich in experiences, time, family, health, rather than money. Next one is fragment six that I liked. It says, nature has given men one tongue but two ears that we may hear from others twice as much as we speak. I'm looking at this from a different point of view, I think nowadays at least, in regards to podcasts and stuff like that. I listen much more than I speak nowadays. With all the great specialists and stuff on the podcast, I find myself just consuming and absorbing copious amounts of information. From Joe Rogan to Chris Williamson to Jordan Peterson, there's tons of great podcasts out there that you can get some great information from. The problem is rarely do I ever have anybody to kind of discuss it with, and that's honestly one of the reasons behind starting this channel. It gives me a, a chance to communicate and regurgitate these ideas and stuff like that, and it commits all this information to memory a lot better, at least in, in the way I learn. But I do get the sentiment of this fragment. I think you have to be self-aware and know when you have the experience on a subject to speak and know when it is your duty to sit down, be quiet, and just listen. Fragment number nine, give me by all means the shorter and nobler life instead of one that is longer but of less account. Uh, Joan of Arc was burned at the stake at 19. Joseph Warren, a young general in the American Revolution at Bunker Hill, he was killed at 34. JFK was young. Alexander the Great conquered the known world before the age of 30, and he would die a couple years later. Martin Luther King was 39 years old when he was assassinated. They all packed their lives with events, activity, and momentum. And they all believed in the noble cause they were fighting for, regardless of what anybody else thought at the time. And I love thinking back on these periods because it's like there were blacksmith, bakers, farmers that all lived during the same time. But only the noble, short-lived rule breakers do we seem to remember. Fragment 10, freedom is the name of virtue, slavery of vice. None is a slave whose acts are free. And to rephrase it, freedom is high moral standards and slavery is wicked behavior or sin. So you could also say that freedom is only kept by high moral values and virtues. And slavery is created when the wicked behavior and sin is valued more than freedom. We like to speak of freedom as a right of ours. We think by living here, we just automatically get it and we get to obtain it. 
We have the right to free speech. We have the right to bear arms. We have the right to worship where we see fit. And all these rights are grounded in our Constitution. But just like virtue being a duty to a productive society, freedom is full of duties too. You don't get to keep your freedoms unless you abide by all the duties that encompass those freedoms. And if we can continue to be virtuous, moral, respectful, then we will be able to keep our freedom. But as society digresses further, away from the moral and virtuous ways of living life, you will see less people exercising the duty to keep and obtain freedom, and then we will eventually lose them. But for a select few, the ones who would not bend a knee to any tyranny, the act of deciding not to be a slave is the ultimate freedom. Fragment 11 of pleasure, this which occur most rarely give the most delight. The best example I have of this is having a kid. Seeing your child appear in the world for the first time, it's breathtaking. It happens once for every child. You'll never get to relive that experience again, and if you miss it, it's gone. You'll never see it again. It doesn't happen but once in life, and honestly, that's what makes it so special. On the other hand, I love donuts, but after I eat about eight of them, I quit desiring them. At that point, it's just kind of too available. And I think that could be the issue of, you know, our happiness in society, at least in the more developed worlds today. Everything's just too available. That there's so much of everything, by default, we just don't value anything. Fragment 12, exceed due measure, and the most delightful things become the least delightful. Again, that ninth donut I try to take down with the third glass of milk usually does not bring the same amount of pleasure as that first donut in the first sip. It's just how life is. Fragment 15, no man is free who is not a master of himself. Who controls your emotions? Who has the power to make you angry? Who dictates the usage of the majority of the hours in your day? Who can take away your passions? Who controls your thoughts? Are any of the answers anyone besides you? For most of us, that will be true because we lack the discipline to master ourselves, our abilities, and our minds. So it's simply stated, when you choose to wake up and be free, you just simply will be. Fragment 16, a ship should not ride on a single anchor nor life on a single hope. I'm gonna tell you a sad story which is sad in many ways. There was a dude I knew who would give hints that his parents were kind of well off. And he would say things like, why go to college or why start a business or why even seek for a better job? Because one day, I'm going to get all that, you know, I'm, I'm going to get that inheritance. I'm not, I'm not worried about, you know, working hard right now. So he waited and waited and he literally just let life pass him by. He never worked hard at anything or he never pursued anything. The hope of the inheritance, it just stifled his ambition. He wasn't ambitious about anything. The mom wound up living to be about 96 and he would actually die before her. He waited his entire life for a hope to materialize that never did. He gave up his entire life, any dream that he remotely could have had, any progress he could have made, was all given up for this false hope that he would get something one day that never came. Life has a unique way of teaching lessons sometimes. Simply stated, invest in a backup anchor. Fragment 17, fortify thyself with contentment that is an impregnable stronghold. You know, I sat on the porch the other day and I took some inventory of my life. I sold my house a couple years ago and I moved into a little trailer on some land. Just running pipes, guys. Running pipes. Running pipes. It ain't fun. Somebody's got to do it though, you know? Cut my mortgage and all that back by a lot. Now, I eventually want to build and move into an actual house, but like I always say, all in due time. 
Now, I could have continued to struggle financially and keep up appearances with my peers and my neighbors and stuff like that, or I could choose not to participate in the comparison game of life. By simply choosing to be content, I now have like a one-year kind of safety net, and I I couldn't have created that before. I was too maxed, living that paycheck to paycheck life. When you start comparing your lives to others, you become robbed of the joy and the peace that is all around us. I was stressed. I was angry during that period. That was tough. And it's weird because it was just caring about the judgment of others. Caring about the judgment of others can drain you. It can drain your happiness. I thought a lot about what my peers and friends and stuff would think about my downgrade. And I can honestly say, life would be so miserable if I would have stayed in that situation by fear of what others would think of me. So take inventory of your blessings. Focus on what you can improve in the moment. And remember to take a second to sit back in your garden that you're creating and just enjoy it. A healthy family, healthy finances, and honestly some good reading and coffee. I mean, that's all I really want in life right now. Fragment 20. Choose the life that is noblest, for custom can make it sweet to thee. I like that. I've thought long and hard about this one and had to read it a couple times to really get my interpretation of it. And yours may be completely different. If you choose a noble and good life, and if you make it a custom to live out that noble and good life every day, and you take the aggregate or the sum of all the days you chose this noble path, then you'll be able to look back with assurance that life will have been pretty sweet. Will it make life sweet every day? No, life doesn't work like that. But I think if you add all those days up, over 50 years, life will have been pretty good. So choose the noble life. I think it'll pay off in the end. Fragment 23, let no man think that he is loved by anyone who loveth none. This is a concept we all get hurt by and usually happens pretty young in life. Now, I do believe there is a hope for people to change, but there will be times in life when when you realize that continuing a relationship is not in your best interest. Not everyone is going to love you, and it's not that they are incapable of love. They may just value different types of love, or they may value loving different things. You will not understand the reasons, and you probably won't figure out the solution. So don't be fooled or upset when people you have given everything to do not do the same in return. You choose who come into your life, and you should be a ruthless guard to that entrance. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode on the fragments of Epictetus. These are the ones that stuck out to me and kind of how they apply to my life. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing, liking, sharing. It helps the algorithm push this content, and I would truly, truly appreciate it. I would love to hear from you in the comments. I answer all the comments, so if you go down there and leave a comment, ask a question, or, or let me know what you think of the fragments, I'd love to go down there and entertain the comments, so to speak. And lastly, if you love reading, and drinking some amazing coffee. Then check out my coffee in the link in the description. Uh, I roast my coffee all myself. I source the green coffee, roast it, package it, and then I ship it out to you with love. With that being said, thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next week as we discuss the great Marcus Aurelius and we start reading through his meditations. I actually read meditations last year, so this will kind of be my second time going through them, which is nice. Uh, So I'm looking forward to getting this uh, video out. Until we meet again, drink some great coffee, read some amazing books, and I'll see you next week. Love y'all. I was making lots of noise, busking on the city streets. I came back from Brooklyn, but you didn't come back for me.